Hello, everyone in the podcast world. This is Tim. This is the Thought Factory. And, you know, I'm going to... I've been putting up ads on all my social media, my Instagram and everything for people to buy directly. Um, I have a Patreon page where I put a lot of my... Well, I'll put all of my content. And I'm thinking about... Go back and forth whether I just want to get a regular website. I have Substack pages and all of that. Um, so I'm not sure. Um, hey, maybe I should combine my ads and make it my Substack page. Maybe I've thought about that too. I don't know. We'll see. But we're working out, trying to get find ways to get my content to you. Um, in an easier way. So there's that. Um, I'm reading the Eric Erickson Reader. I'm finishing, not finishing it out, but for this week, my new book for the next week is Black People's oh, oh, Black People's <laughs> Prison Survival Guide, and, and I'm starting that tomorrow. So. Want to be there. If you're on Patreon, you're on my support group, we can discuss these things. If you're just listening and podcast, you just get to hear the reading. Um, of course, you can always comment to me and things like that. And uh, I usually get back to people. But the Patreon is where we can really work things out. Okay. Hope relies for its beginnings. On the new being's first encounter with trustworthy maternal persons who respond to his needs for intake and contact with warm and calming envelopment and provide food both pleasurable to ingest and easy to digest and who prevent experience of the kind which may regularly bring too little too late. This is far from being merely instinctive or a merely instinctual matter. Biological motherhood needs at least three links with social experience. The mother's past experience of being mothered, a conception of motherhood shared with tr trustworthy contemporary soundings, surroundings, I'm sorry, and an all-enveloping world image trying past, present, and future into, convincing, into a convincing pattern of providence. Only thus can mothers provide. Man. I don't know if, I don't know. That's a lot. Have mothers gotten that? In my community, I don't know. And um, this is when, when I started studying psychology in, in, in college to get my master's, went back to do undergrad work. That's when I realized the black community, I don't care what level, class level you're at, the black community is insane. It's clinically um, insane because when you start looking at what we're supposed to have as human beings, as opposed to what we actually are doing, it's madness. All right, back to the book. Hope is verified by a combination of experiences in the individual's prehistoric era. The time before speech and verbal memory, both psychoanalysis and genetic psychology considered central in that period of growth, the secure apperception of an object. 
the psychologists mean by this the ability to perceive the enduring quality of the thing world while psychoanalysts speak loosely of a first love object i.e the experience of the caretaking person as a coherent being who reciprocates one's physical and emotional needs in expectable ways and therefore deserves to be endowed with trust and whose face is recognized as it recognizes these two kinds of object are first knowledge the first verification and thus the basis of hope hope once established as a basic quality of experience remains independent of the verifiability of hopes for it is in the nature of man's maturation that concrete hopes will at a time when a hoped for event or state comes to pass prove to have been quietly superseded by a more advanced set of hopes the gradual widening of the infant's horizon of active experience provides at each step verification so rewarding that they inspire new hopefulness at the same time the infant develops a greater capacity for renunciation together with the ability to transfer disappointment disappointed hopes to better prospects and he learns to dream what is imaginable and to train his expectations on what promises to prove possible all in all then maturing hope not only maintains itself in the face of change facts it proves itself able to change facts even as faith is said to move mountains from an evolutionary point of view it seems that hope must help man to approximate a measure of that rootedness possessed by the animal world in which instinctive equipment and environment beginning with the maternal response verify each other unless catastrophe overtakes the individual or the species to the human infant his mother is nature she must be that original verification which later will come from other and wider segments of reality all the self-verifications, therefore, begin in that inner light of the mother-child world, which Madonna Im images have conveyed, as so exclusive and so secure, and indeed, such light must continue to shine through the chaos of many crises, maturational and accidental. To chance, first formulations, hope is the enduring belief in that attainability of fervent wishes in spite of the dark urges and rages which mark the beginning of existence. Hope is the ontogenetic basis of faith and is nourished by the adult faith which pervades patterns of care. An exclusive condition and hopefulness translated into various imaginable worlds would be a paradise in nature, a utopia in social reality, and a heaven in the beyond. In the individual here and now, it would mean a maladaptive optimism, for true hope leads inexorably into conflicts between the rapidly developing self-will 
and the will of others from which the rudiments of will must emerge. As the infant senses and his muscles grasp at opportunities for more active experience, he faces the double demand for self-control and for the acceptance of control from others. To will does not mean to be willful, but rather to gain gradually the power of increased judgment and decision and the application of drive. Man must learn to will what can be, to renounce as not worth willing what cannot be, and to believe he willed what is inevitable. Here, no doubt, is genetic origin of the elusive question of free will, which man ever again attempts to matter logically and theologically. The fact is that no person can live, no ego remain intact without hope and will. Even philosophically, even well, I don't know why I got that word. Even philosophical man who feels motivated to challenge the very ground he stands on, questioning both will and hope is illusory. Feels more real for having willed such heroic inquiry. And when man chooses to surrender his sense of having willed the inevitable to gods and leaders, he fervently endows them with what he has renounced for himself. The rudiments of will are, re are acquired in analogy to all basic qualities as the ego unifies experiences on front seemingly remote from one another. Awareness and attention manipulate manipulation, verbalization, and locomotion. The training of the eliminative sphincters can become the center of the struggle of inner and outer control, which resides in the whole muscle system and is double executive. Individual coordination and, so and social guide, a sense of defeat from too little or too much training can lead to deep shame and a compulsive doubt whether one ever really willed what one did or really did what one willed. If will, however, is built securely on the early development of the ego, it survives as hope does. And, and the evidence of, the, of its limited potency for the maturing individual, for the maturing individual gradually incorporates a knowledge of what is expected or expectable and what can be expected of him. Often defeated, he nevertheless learns to accept the existential paradox of making decisions, which he knows deep down will, will be predetermined by events, because making decisions is part of the evaluative quality inherent in being alive. Ego strength depends above all on the sense of having done one's active part in the chain of the inevitable. And as it is the lesser hopes, so it is with small wills, if the word is permanent, or if the word is permitted, I'm sorry. I know what's wrong with me tonight. They do not really seem worth despairing over when the moment of testing arrives, provided only that growth and development have enough leeway to present new issues, and that all in all, Expectable realities proves more satisfactory and more interesting than fantasy.
See, when I said that I know black people are insane, when we say hope, we don't mean all of this. We don't mean all of this will, and we don't go into the conceptual understanding of what hope is. What black people mean by hope is, I just hope I make it to the, I just hanging on to make it through the day to, until the next day. And like Ice Cube said, um, or maybe I'll die tomorrow and be out of my misery. When Ice Cube, I mean, and I'm so mad at Ice Cube for doing it because he, he, I've been trying to say and explain what gangbanging was about for decades. And Ice Cube comes on and says, look, it's people putting other people out of their misery, hoping tomorrow someone will return the favor. And that's basically what, what goes on in the hood. That's what the gangbanging, that's when you nail it all down, that's what gangbanging is. And whatever you think about Ice Cube, that statement there, that realization, that concept that he laid out, that was real. So I, I give him credit for that. And I like his I like his albums. I like Death Certificate. I think it's one of the best albums ever made. So um, that's what we mean by hope. But one of the reasons why I create the Connorson Center is to try to push some of his ideas, to show the rest of the world that black Americans in particular, we care about these things. We, we there's some of us who actually understand concept. Matter of fact, I would say all of us do, but we're not allowed to express it because we're not rewarded for it. For instance, look at my platforms. They don't get a lot of attention. And it's the same way in the in the physical world. I don't know why I have to say that, but so I sit across from people in an interview. I'm not going to get the job. Because conceptually, they don't want me around. <laughs> okay. Um, sometimes they're threatened. Sometimes I just rub them the wrong way. Sometimes, um, and this happens to me a lot in, in, in life. They think, well, someone else needs the job more. Timothy will probably find a job somewhere else. Um, I've had, we've all done this where we've had interviews where we're overqualified. People tell oh, you're overqualified, right? You go to school to get qualified and then you try to get in and you're, and you're as a black man, you're replaced by name it. So, and then you come and do independent work like I'm doing and you starve. <laughs> so, I mean, that's why I'm saying hope. In our community, it is something different. But it should be all these things that's, that I just read about. And there's more to it. I didn't finish the whole section. And the Eric Erickson Reader, this one's edited by Robert Coles. But there's a lot of work on Eric Erickson. A lot of work that Eric Erickson's written himself. And um, so I hope you enjoyed it. Next week or tomorrow, actually, I'll be reading from... Black People's Prison Survival Guide. And because in the coming years, the way things are going, 
I would say a majority of the black people are going to be in some kind of institution, whether it be a, um, and I'm, let's, let's, let's remind that the bottom half of this society, the one you do call the, the ones living at below the poverty line, the, the bottom 60%, we're going to be living in some kind of institution, rather that be a prison, a camp, um, I think tent cities will all be turned into camps, um, homeless shelters, which again are like camps or something like that. Um, I know a lot of black people will be, a lot of black people already live in those kinds of conditions. So I found this, listened to another podcast and I printed it out in true prison style. I've never done time. But I'm a black man from Brownsville, Brooklyn, so I know plenty of people who have. And um, I'm going to be reading along with you. So it's my first time reading this. And I'm doing that on purpose. I'm not going to read ahead. So we're going to be reading it together. Uh, And I'm going to start with time utilization. So tomorrow that'll be... um, if you're listening on the podcast, Patreon will be the same thing, and those ads will go up. So, until next time. Oh, and remember, you can support me by giving directly. You can become a sponsor, or you can click the links. Until next time, take care and be safe.